Oh, welcome back to a hot, hot segment. This is the no huddle. We can't huddle, guys. We don't have any time. Uh, Derek Carr is the new quarterback of the Saints. Four years, $150 million. Okay. $100 million guaranteed. $50 million Woo. in Smoothie King bucks. So really pay attention to 100. He immediately becomes the best quarterback in the NFC South. Brew, do you like this move? You're from New Orleans, among other places. Yes. I, I like it. <laughs> I, look, it's a lot of money. I get Derek Carr hasn't won anything. But look, it's not he's, that much. Never, he's never had a top 19 defense. I know 19. <laughs> he's, had, he's had the defense ranked 20th a year or two okay, yeah. in, with the Raiders. Yeah, and so that's, that's a big you know part what? of why that's he hasn't Bruce won. That's journalism background. Uh, 19. If, Absolutely, that was the, baby. if I was given that stat, yeah. I'd have just – I'd have played fast. <laughs> I would have said he's never had a top 20 defense. Like, Y'all remember that. I'm facts, <laughs> yeah. feelings. All right, but anyway – now he's got a top five defense in New Orleans. Yeah, top maybe. five overall, top ten in scoring. All right? Okay. So, they're a top yeah. ten defense. Yep. Chris Olave, mm-hmm. I think Michael Thomas will be back. He tweeted out, thank you, Jesus, when he saw that, you know, Carr was going to them. And Alvin Kamara. So, they got weapons. They need to shore up the offensive line. Is- but, Nick, they got weapons on offense. Brew. They've got a good defense. And they got a horrible division or a weak division. Okay, they can win like their that. division. The, right. same, the NFC is I – mean, look, I wouldn't no. put them with San Francisco no. and Philly yet. Okay, no. Stop. But why not? Why okay. can't they be as good as anybody else in the NFC? Love Kids it. out there, you guys will know this. Young viewers might not. Back in long time ago in the NBA, there was an owner named Ted Stepien who just kept trading away draft picks. So much so, the NBA made a rule called the Stepien rule about how you can't trade away consecutive first-round picks. That's why whenever we're talking about NBA trades, we're like, oh, but they, don't, they only have this pick to trade even though they have their own picks. Something like that is coming to the NFL in a few years, and it's going to be because of what the Saints have done the last few years. New Orleans. The Saints went all in on winning a Super Bowl with Drew Brees. Totally makes sense. I get it. It's it's what you do. Mm -hmm. They didn't, though. He then retired, and now they're they're running a team like they, they, they know the league is folding in three years and none of the rest of us do. In 2021, they had 50 million in dead cap. Last year, they had 44 million in dead cap. This year, before free agency even starts, they're going to be at 40 million because now they have to release Jameis. It is an unsustainable way to run a team. You know why Michael Thomas thinks he's coming back? Because he's 13 million on the cap this year to play and 26 million to be cut. How could that be? Because Michael Thomas, according to SpotRack, do you know what his cap hit next year is? It's $59 million, oh. which makes me think they are they are attempting to run some form of NFL salary cap Ponzi scheme that we can't f- pick up on. But the reason that they have gotten worse record-wise each of the last four years, the reason they have won only one playoff game in the last four years, is because when 25% of your salary cap is allocated to players who aren't on your team every single year, you don't have enough talent. And to now do this with Carr and make it that you're going to be in this position for the next three years as well, it's insane. Yeah, but Are they about, a better football team? What? Yeah, they, that's what they, I'm saying. Can they win their division? They have the division. The accounting matters in this regard. Yeah. They, they, have, they are further from winning a championship now than if they had taken their medicine and tried to build this thing back up. 
They are they, the, the, the people, New Orleans is one of my three favorite cities in the world. I love the sports fans there. They deserve to have a team that can actually compete for a championship, not a team that's trying to compete to win the worst division in the league because they won't accept reality. Yeah, win the division? This is, Get in, something no, happens. That happened with Tampa. That's, that happened with Tampa. And how did it work out for them? You called this them boring year all year. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, they're boring. They weren't scoring. They're boring. They weren't scoring. <laughs> they didn't have enough talent. And now they are going to take their medicine. So what do you think New Orleans should have done? Just I think they should have not tanked? stopped trading away first-round picks like they did last year, stopped signing overpriced veterans, and rip it down and build it back up. Philly did it. Mate, won a Super Bowl, yeah, but a ripped lot it down, built it back up, won another one. A lot of other teams have tried it, and it hasn't worked. Okay, You what, can stay at the bottom for what they're a long doing. time. I guarantee you won't work. It can't work. You can't compete in a, in a market where you have 25% less dollars every year than everyone else, and they are guaranteeing themselves that What if that they future. become a perennial playoff team for the next three, four years, five years? The, if they, that's, I mean, New Orleans got one Super Bowl in their whole existence. Uh, right, and I would and like to see if they could win another ago. one, and this makes it harder for them. All right, the domino of the Derek Carr deal, because he was flirting with the Jets, is that now he's not on the Jets. So does this mean that Aaron Rodgers is going to the Jets or Brew? I know you're kind of a Rodgers guy sometimes. Let me read this from Diana Rossini. Before Derek Carr grew support in the Jets building, which is gone now, the support, not the building, there were many who were pushing for Jimmy Garoppolo. Oh. Worth keeping an eye on as we continue to wait for Rodgers to make a decision. So you got a little Rodgers speculation. You got a little Jimmy G report. Brew, what do you like? Well, Jimmy G Jets? wins. All right. That's he true. does win, and the Jets are trying to win. He's beaten Rodgers in the playoffs, what, the last two times they met? Here, I'm going to throw this at you, Nick, because obviously Aaron Rodgers is better than Jimmy G and all that. They're not winning a Super Bowl with Aaron Rodgers. Ooh. The Jets. Cosign. Are not, not in the AFC. That's right. Okay? He wasn't winning Super Bowl. He hasn't been to a Super Bowl when he was at his apex. And I got news for people. He's not turning the rate yeah. or turning There's around no the clock Carr. like he did a few years ago. Well, Derek Carr is younger, though. Derek Carr matches with the timeline of Garrett Wilson and the other guys. He's younger. You can build towards him. Aaron, I know you don't think Aaron Rodgers is leading him to the Super no, Bowl. So why should I pay him $60 million to do that? I think what they should do, Nick, quickly, I wait to see what the Ravens do with Lamar Jackson. Full court blitz and on go Lamar. Absolutely. If I they totally put him on the non-exclusive tag, go ahead and guarantee him a full contract and bring him to New I York. You'll contend for the totally next five, six years. I totally agree with that take. Mm. And as far as Jimmy G, I don't remember, Brew, once upon a time, your favorite NFL reporter was Michael Silver when he was saying all that stuff about <laughs> Trey Lance. Michael Silver today reported the team most in on Jimmy G, the Houston Texans. And I, for one, support that move. There we can really put the Jimmy well, G. Well, the Raiders, there's a lot of talk. So I'm just, I'm the Raiders, well, I'm just what Michael Silver is reporting. Jones, but I would no, like to no, say no. this. I mean, that's, that's out there. That's because out there. Because there was also some reporting today, and it was actually the Silver had it in his column. That if Rodgers comes to the Packers and says, I'm enthusiastically all in, that they will keep him. If that happens, I think the Jets, who are going to be looking around for a quarterback and might not find one, should trade for Jordan Love. And I actually think for the Jets, all things being equal, I would rather trade for Jordan Love than Aaron Rodgers. They, but they, I don't hate that. No, because they need a sure thing. He they is not a sure up, thing. But they already gave up on Zach Wilson, so what if I, Jordan Love right, doesn't but you're work not, out? Like, you're not trading the number two pick of the – you're not using the same capital. And you would be – listen, 
Aaron Rodgers is the only thing that's a sure thing about Aaron Rodgers is there's going to be a lot of stuff surrounding him, and he's going to be incredibly expensive. As opposed to getting a young guy that you can somewhat develop that is cheap that you can get for, I think, probably minimal compensation. I think that's a move that the Jets should be looking at because I liked Carr with them. You know that. And I I think Rodgers would not work. Lamar is the best idea, but I don't know if it's going to happen. Lamar is the best idea there. All right. Coming up after the break, we're going to talk about the Mavs and also my bubbling take of Baker to the Jets. Do you like that? Baker to the Jets? No. I put that in the oven. Wilds. Are you serious? I put it in the oven. We'll see how it comes out. Okay. Quick math. The less your business spends on operations, on multiple systems, on delivering your product or service, the more margin you have and the more money you keep. Obvious. But with higher expenses on materials, employees, distribution, and borrowing, everything costs more. So, to reduce costs and headaches, smart businesses are graduating to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, HR into one platform and one source of truth. With NetSuite, you reduce IT costs because NetSuite lives in the cloud with no hardware required accessed from anywhere. You cut the cost of maintaining multiple systems because you've got one unified business management suite. And you're improving efficiency by bringing all your major business processes into one platform, slashing manual tasks and errors. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move. So do the math. See how you'll profit with NetSuite. Now through April 15th, NetSuite is offering a one-of-a-kind flexible financing program. Head to NetSuite.com slash FTF. NetSuite.com slash FTF. NetSuite.com slash FTF. We are introducing a new segment. And there was a lot of, uh, let's say, commotion in the office because my intros are so popular. They're like, wow, what are you going to do? Since it's called Title Pie, why don't we get you a small pie to introduce and explain the segment? So, As you ate throughout the break. How it works. Nick is going to give you slices. The bigger slice you get, the better chance you have at winning the title. Exactly. I will be eating a pie off screen. Take it away, Nick. All right. So first, we got to show the teams that get no slices. Zero percenters, we call them. So just reveal it. Teams have a zero percent chance of winning the title. The top row is the most interesting. Miami, you missed your window. Miami, you went to the finals, made the conference finals game seven, you missed your window. Minnesota, you're supposed to be a contender. You actually somehow got worse. The Knicks, you're a fun first-round team. And then the Warriors. And Brew, you're you're what Brew, did you bite into the pie? Is it sour? What's with the look on your face, Brew? It's sour. What's the problem? Your your pie is sour. Oh. Are you serious? Nick, yeah. the disrespect. Uh-huh. For the Warriors. I, I get it. We went through this all NFL season. You disrespected the Bills. And you, you ended up being right, right because they had no pedigree. They hadn't done anything. Mm-hmm. The Warriors are the team of the decade. Oh. All right. How, and Steph Curry's playing as well as ever. They've won one title this decade. The last 10 years. Oh, okay. The last 10 years. Uh, Steph Curry's playing as well as ever, 29 points a game. Andrew Wiggins has missed nearly 30 games and is expected to be back. Okay. He's arguably their second best player. And have you watched but, Clay Thompson? Uh, that's like, great. Oh, yeah. Fun Hold fact. on. I got to show you this, though, because oh, Dusty worked long and hard on this. Clay really? Thompson really? in the 2023 <laughs> calendar year. Dusty 26 points a game. A normal 46% <laughs> 44 from three. That's normal graphic. Yeah. These dudes have they, these dudes have experience. All right. 
They're winners. They shoot at the Rock. Well, okay, that's fine. Disrespect this is, is unbelievable. Here's why it's not disrespectful. Unbelievable. It is disrespectful. In, since 1980, the worst road record ever to win a title, 21 and 20. Uh. The Warriors are seven and twenty-four. That's a wrap. So they guess can't what had not the happened the before <laughs> they won their first title <laughs> in twenty fifteen. Okay. Jump shooting team. Okay, that's fine. Can I uh, they changed that? That's fine. They? Now to the pod. One percent. One percent, please show it. Light the damn beam, Sacramento. Number one offense oh, in basketball. I believe the best in the clutch Kings. team. One percent. They have a one percent chance. Two percent right, the Clippers. Huh. How do they get there? Caught Ross and Kawhi stays healthy. Eek. 4% Memphis. They were right there. Now they seem to be falling apart. But the seeding could still be really good, and we'll all hold out hope that Ja gets right. Mm-hmm. And then I think the loss of Brandon Clark hurts, but they still could be a very tough out. Great defense. 5% the Cavs. Yeah. Number one defense, top 10 offense, and the guy who literally might score 70. 8% the Lakers. Come on. We've literally seen it before. LeBron, AD, competent supporting cast. And right now, AD's playing better than he did in 2020. We'll see about LeBron when he comes back. They're going to be in the playoffs. Right now, they're tied for the nine seed already. 8% Nuggets. Home court advantage. Allegedly one of the greatest players ever. Aaron Gordon's been pretty good. Nobody believes him. Wonder why. 10% the Mavs. Luka Doncic. 33 points per game in the playoffs. That is second in all-time NBA history to a guy you might know named Michael Jordan. True story. Uh, They're going to score 125 a night in the postseason. Can they just allow 124? 12% Celtics. Wow. Depth. Defense. Top five defense. Top five offense. They just don't seem quite right. I wonder how much of that is missing Ime Udoka. We don't talk about it. And Joe Mazzulla did a good job at the beginning of the year. wonder how much of it is that. Hmm. 13% just better than the Celtics. Sixers, best team in the league for the last three months. They, they, just record-wise, point differential, all of it. Embiid and Harden have been great. Maxi has turned it on as of late. They are deep. Again, there are playoff bugaboos with Harden, Embiid, and Doc. Are they always going to be there? Is this the year they all get over that hill? 15%. Phoenix Suns. Amazing top four. The depth and the potential injuries, which are very high, concern me. And 22%. Let's go. Giannis. All about Giannis. The greatest of the greats, after they win their first title, typically get their second in relative short order. So there it is, Antoine. Great pie. That's the title pie, as I have it. It's not bad. You know, as hard as it is for me, being a Celtic guy, you know, Mm -hmm. this is tough for me. But I like the Lakers. I like, <laughs> I like the Lakers move. Heavens to and Betsy. I, I, Tell me. I said I like it. You know, really didn't want to say this with oh, you. I like, I, I, <laughs> but I do like the Lakers moving. If, if LeBron could come back off this little stint of being hurt, and I like where AD's at, I like the additions of Beasley because now he can mm-hmm. shoot a three, he can create his own shot. I like Vanderbilt on that team. I like just like what the Lakers got out west. You so know what? I'm just, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm so where do you you like like where are you ranking? Where, where, where would you have them jump ahead of? Can we show are they the right pie? behind? Right Denver now they're tied with Denver, right behind Dallas and Boston. They definitely they're definitely ahead of Denver. I don't I like them Ooh. better than Denver. <laughs> I like mean, them better just, than Denver. We're just in, I don't, I don't, the one thing about Denver, I don't like Denver's guys. 
the seriousness, I don't think those guys are guys that's trying to win titles. I like them. I think they're a nice team, a nice collection of guys that play the good together. Joker's exceptionally well, but the Lakers and AD, those guys are mentally focused for winning titles. It's a different mentality with the Lakers. LeBron, it's a different mentality man, with, the, with those guys in the locker room. Denver, just, I just feel like that's a good team. It's a regular season if it team. Happens. We've seen it before in sports. Well, well, regular season team. Go ahead, bro. I, I, look, obviously I'm upset. I mean, in some of these obviously. teams, you got ahead of the Warriors. Sacramento. Sacramento has made the playoffs Warriors for the last year. 16 years. When it's brute, it's and not, they're going to win a title? They're 1%. <laughs> but can you give the Warriors some respect? I'm off it. I'm off it. All right. Uh, Lakers, look. Lakers, I'm with Twan. I mean, they're, they're – Guys, LeBron is scooting around Staples Center. <laughs> saying he's going to win a championship. He I'm can't not saying, walk. I'm not saying they're going to win a championship. You know, let me focus on this because there are so many places I can go with this pie. Yeah. Uh, Denver, <laughs> let's give Denver a little more respect. Why? Because Jokic is playing great. Eric Gordon is having the best season of his career. Yeah. Defensively, they're in the top. They're a top team, you know, round top 10-ish. Offensively, obviously, they're great. Uh, uh, Jamal Murray's been healthy and play, starting to yeah. really play well. Michael Porter Jr. is playing well. Mike Malone's a good coach. Question. They've been to the Western okay. Conference Finals. Yeah, and got, and got dusted. Question. Yeah, they were a young uh, team. If the Clippers fall to the eight seed and you got Nuggets Clippers, who you got? Nuggets. Really? Yeah. Wow. wow. The Clippers don't have a leader, Twine. You know, they don't okay. have if a the leader other, the on the roster. Nuggets, Lakers, who you got? Well, let's see what the <laughs> Lakers, who, who, who the Lakers bring into this party? Le, Le, LeBron and AD. And, really? Yeah. AD, he's going to be there? Well, I'm asking. Because every game I see him like this <laughs> okay. and, you know, I mean, right. come on. Right. How right. is he going to be healthy? You are a student of basketball history. Yeah. What do championship teams need? I'll give you the answer. Good defense. Good defense. Who's got the second best defense? Cavs have the first. Who has the second? The Bucks. And oh, I thought it was the Grizzlies. Go nope, ahead, the Bucks. Second best defensive rating in the league. Right behind Cleveland. Uh, and then the superstar of Giannis. So now you have the all-time great, maybe probably the best player in the league, and you have the second best defense. Right. I feel like our piece of the pie needs to be bigger. Yes, give us Sacramento right, slice. You so you, the, give us Sacramento slice. They have no chance. Give us. I don't. I, who else has two percent? Give us guys. Give us Russ's slice. Give us <laughs> the, the Memphis slice, and give us the entire Laker, the lemon meringue Laker <laughs> slice. Okay, so wow. you've got. I just did the math there. I like you have that. the Bucks. At a 37% chance to win the title. Yeah, I, well, I have them at a 54% chance, but okay. I'm being kind for this segment. <laughs> All right. Listen, I, I made them the favorites. You want them to be the overwhelming favorites. Yes. I, listen, Giannis deserves that. If Middleton had shown any. He's getting better. They, I don't know. He's I, still coming off the bench. It, I don't know it, man, the Middleton stuff worries me because that's the the only reason the Warriors are the champs right now is because of the Middleton injury. Because Giannis would have baptized Draymond for five games last series, and that's all that series would have taken. But I, Middleton's now banged up again, so it worries me. But I, I respect the Bucks pick. Okay. I respect it. That was Wild's pick before the year. Oh, Wilds had Bucks Nuggets before the year. <laughs> With a little sprinkle of the Pelicans. He kinda had three, but yeah, we gave it. That's okay. Yeah, it's allowed. A little frisky. Yeah. Uh Giant. Look at that. You know what, Hobbs? Why are you so mean? Well, the Giants regret paying Daniel Jones. Yes! I should say breaking news. Daniel Jones. Welcome to New York for four more years. 
Flippin' Bats with Ben Verlander is your only place for the World Baseball Classic coverage. Hi, I'm Ben Verlander, host of Flippin' Bats. And I'm Alex Curry, co-host of Flippin' Bats. From Taiwan to Phoenix and Miami, we'll be providing you daily updates on all the action taking place in this year's WBC. So wherever you get your podcasts, make sure to like and subscribe us at Flippin' Bats. Are you ready to take control of your health and conquer your weight loss goals? Look no further than Factor your ultimate solution to better eating. Each Factor meal is always fresh, chef-crafted, dietitian approved and ready to go in just two minutes. No more waiting around or spending hours in the kitchen. Just heat and eat. It's that simple. Over 35 different options to choose from each week, including Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Factor ensures you'll never get bored. With more than 60 add-ons to help you stay full and feeling good all day long. Pancakes, smoothies, and more. With Factor, there's no prepping, no cooking, and certainly no cleanup needed. The best part? You can pause or reschedule your deliveries anytime. Sign up and save because we've done the math. Factor is less expensive than takeout and every meal is dietitian approved to be nutritious and delicious. Eat better, feel better, and conquer your day with Factor. So what are you waiting for? Head to factormeals.com slash first things first fifty and use code first things first fifty to get fifty percent off. That's code first things first fifty at factormeals.com slash first things first fifty. To get 50% off, fuel up, eat better, and achieve greatness. Get started today. Breaking news in the Big Apple. Ian Rappaport reporting that Daniel Jones is going to be the quarterback in New York for a while. Four years, 160. He's got $35 million. Four for 160? In incentives. And you know what? Probably gets a little bit more if he wins the Super Bowl. That means the Giants are probably... Going to uh, franchise tag they are, Saquon. Oh, they it's did. official? Yeah. I'm getting breaking news in my ear. It's official. <laughs> Saquon will be there, too. Okay. Nick, this is baffling, like this. and it's just it's just bad. It, look, we got to see the guarantees. I understand that. But $40 million a year for Daniel Jones is bad business. He, here's a tweet from Warren Sharp that's a fun one. Daniel Jones is the only quarterback in the modern passing era to play 10 or more games for three straight years and throw fewer touchdowns than games played every year. He's never had more touchdowns thrown than games played. Never, including this year, his awesome year, when he played 16 games and threw for 15 touchdowns. This is why the franchise tag exists. I don't like it. I don't think it's fair. I think it's anti-player. But it's there. It's there so if a player in a contract year has an outlier season, you can be like, ah, let me see it one more time. Right. And... It seems like the reason they didn't do that was in part because they so badly wanted to make sure they didn't lose Saquon, which I like Saquon a lot too, but that is one of the least valuable positions in the sport, and he's injury, he's got a bad injury history. This is just, this is, they're going to regret this. Does any, let me ask this. Does anyone think that in three years we're going to be like, man, <clears throat> Giants got a bargain with that Daniel Jones deal? Well, look. I want to see more, like you said. I, maybe he will be a really good quarterback. We know he runs the ball really well. Yeah. He did show improvement. And he threw 24 touchdowns his first year. In the last three years. I said three straight years. Okay. Oh, three straight years. Okay. Yep. 
But I'm with you overall. Like, why? Why not franchise him and maybe overpay Saquon for two years? I mean, that would still be less money than you're committing to Daniel Jones. You said it. He threw 15 touchdowns in 17 games. The only times he threw for over 300 yards, Wild, who cares? Was I don't Minnesota. care if he threw zero touchdowns. Really? He, he went into the playoff game. He looked great. Did he not? Won a one game, game against one of the worst defenses it in the league. It is what it is. He got to the playoffs and won a playoff game. So now oh, he's so worse. If Trevor Lawrence does it, we, we literally had a parade. <laughs> we literally had a parade when Trevor Lawrence did it. Daniel Jones does it, and it is what it is. People are dug in on Daniel Jones from when he was drafted. Oh, I can't believe it. You pull up all the reactions. He's from Duke. Wilds. Now he's, he's worth $40 million over four. Yeah, because that's four what he got. Hold on, hold on a second, Wilds. Well, you said people dug in on him. This is where he was drafted. It's a media thing. Yeah. Why is he a free agent right now? Why isn't why is he up the same year as Saquon's up? They weren't drafted the same year. Why is he a free agent? Because they didn't give him the five-year option. They didn't pick a fifth-year option. Yeah. Why why didn't they do that? Because he was terrible. Okay. He was well, so he's... bad prior to this season that they were like, we don't. It's twenty million dollars. 24 million, 22 million, something like that, for the fifth year option. They were like, no thanks, buddy. And guess what? They paid for it. Y- yes, but the, you are trying to construct a narrative that the, the media actually knows deep down he's really good, but we're all entrenched in our bad takes. No. That is not what it is. That it, he didn't flourish under Joe Judge, right, running right. quarterback draws from his own one he yard line. He didn't flourish last year. He threw 15 touchdowns. And he could run the ball, and he had no one to throw to. Okay. And they won a playoff game, and he looked pretty good. Do you, do you but think? why four years? That's my, maybe he will be what you're saying. But test him one more year. No. He, this is ridiculous. Guys, test him one more year. Guys, he won't. Some of these things we just know. I don't. I. I you don't think you can ever I be like, to go a, to like good a media training camp or something? Maybe I'm mean. Maybe I just. I feel like everybody. Like when they're not on. Like I think even the biggest Daniel Jones supporters on TV. Like when they're not mic'd up, they're like, "Man, I'm glad he's not my quarterback." Like nobody thinks he's good. Does anybody actually think like, "Oh, Daniel Jones, that's a Super Bowl caliber quarterback. Yeah, that's pretty good." That's, that's nobody that's thinks good. that. We all know that, that you're saying he can never be a good quarterback. No, what I'm saying is that Brian Dable almost won coach of the year because we were all like, oh my God, he had that guy at quarterback and look at what they did. And now, isn't that what we said? Isn't that what we said that we were so impressed that they were like, not a laughing stock with Daniel Jones at quarterback? You criticized Daniel, Daniel Jones. Jones. You criticized Daniel Jones because you called him the fumblingest the fumbler, fumbler of all time. Doing. Yes. And guess what? He stopped doing it. Yes. And Brian Dayball came, and somebody on the smart football people who may have picked the Raiders to go to the Super Bowl, <laughs> but they also said, you know what? Maybe Dayball can turn him into a little bit of Josh Allen, run the ball a lot more. All of a sudden, he's running the ball. He's he, a ran cool really well. he's, he ran really well. He ran really well. Well, Boy, I I, I'm great. not where Nick is that, that he's a he's good. bum. I didn't say – I'm I, just saying listen, give him – let's see him for one more year I, before we give if, him big money. If I thought he was a bum, I wouldn't have been advocating the franchise tag. What I you think I he'll never be a frustrated by teams willfully doing things that kneecap themselves. And when you have the franchise tag available and you don't use it because you want to give it to a running back, 
So instead, you guarantee that this guy, no matter what happens next year, is going to be your quarterback for at least two years, and we'll see how they structure it, maybe three. I feel badly for the football fans of the New York Giants, which are a historic franchise, that now are just stuck hoping that Daniel Jones can double his touchdown passes season over season. Because the, the reason he stopped turning the ball over was because they stopped letting him throw more than four yards downfield, and they treated him like a fullback. And now, and now it's four years 160. That's, that's bananas. It's bananas. Sorry for yelling, but it's, I don't even care about the Giants. It just drafted seems a running back second in the draft, too. I mean, come on. I liked it. What a playoff game. He's pretty good. Doesn't turn the ball over. Win a lot of games. Just ran into the Eagles. This episode is brought to you by U.S. Bank. If you ask me, nothing goes quite together like football and food, especially in the fall. College football on Saturday, the pros on Sunday, and the U.S. Bank Altitude Go Visa Signature Card provides the perfect way to earn rewards. Whether watching your team with other super fans at a local eatery or in the comfort of your own living room. Earn four times points when you dine out or have food delivered. Maybe order a pizza and watch the big game on that big TV of yours. Plus, earn two times points at grocery stores, which is great if you're tailgating at the stadium with hot dogs and hamburgers. Even getting to the game can be rewarding as you'll earn two times points at gas stations and EV charging stations. Go to usbank.com slash altitude go to learn more about how you can earn 20,000 bonus points worth $200 if you spend $1,000 in the first 90 days of opening your account. Score big with the U.S. Bank Altitude Go Visa Signature Card. Visit usbank.com slash altitude go to apply. Limited time offer. The creditor and issuer of this card is U.S. Bank National Association. Pursuant to a license from Visa USA Incorporated, some restrictions may apply. And welcome back to a big Friday show. We're talking about the Suns. Kevin Durant left the arena in a walking boot, expected to miss Two to three weeks. Suns, Nick, have 16 games remaining on their schedule. Currently fourth place in the West. Yeah. How do you think KD's absence affects the Suns' title chances? Uh, I mean, I think it's a r- not quite devastating, but a brutal blow in the worst-case scenario hmm. for him. I mean, the, Rick, if I were to say who are the players in the league, star players, that you have the highest level of injury concern for. He's now one of your top three draft picks. Kawhi, Anthony Davis, and Kevin Durant, to me, would be the three, with LeBron probably fourth uh, because of the age and what we've seen the last few years. But post-Achilles, his body does not seem to be able to hold up, and he he always had a body that you were worried about, But for a dozen years, it was like, you have no reason to worry about it. He had the one foot Mm -hmm. injury where he missed basically a whole season with the Jones fracture. And other than that, he was 70-plus games basically every year. He played all 66, the 66-game season. He had a couple 80, 81, 82-game years. And now since the Achilles, he obviously played zero games that next year, 35, 55, 42. And here's the other part of it, Rick. It's not just now the Suns are going to have trouble climbing in the seating. 
It's that mm-hmm. he's going to have less time to gel with these guys. And I yeah, know yeah. everybody says, mm-hmm. ah, Kevin Durant gels instantly with everyone. Well, yes, to a degree, but you still want to get on the court. But the other part of it is this. Their first-round series could be against Dallas, could be against the Warriors, who some people still believe in, could be against the Lakers, could be against the Clippers. Good teams, right? Teams that could throw a real scare in you. And my experience last few years, Rick, with NBA injuries is when a guy comes back, he ain't going 38 minutes full bore. It's like, okay, here's 21-minute. And so I think for the Suns, this absolutely opens the door to them getting bounced in round one depending on when he comes back and how healthy he is. And I feel terribly for him, but I I think it's a potential disaster for them. Yeah, and two of the other guys that you could add to your list are also Phoenix Suns and Chris Paul and Devin Booker. In terms of guys that you look at and say they've had difficulty staying healthy through the course of an entire season. So I'm, I'm with you on that. And keep in mind, Kevin, uh, this isn't the first injury this year where he's missing significant time. So where he is conditioning-wise and yeah. being able to ratchet up and go to the next level in the postseason where everything gets more difficult. I was not as high on the Suns' title chances as a, a lot of people were. I, I believe that the winner, the champion this year, is going to come out of the Please. Eastern Conference and whoever is coming out of the West is going to be essentially cannon fodder for for that team out of the East. But that said, I don't even know, to your point, I'm not convinced that they necessarily get uh, out of the first round or anywhere close to the conference finals Hmm. for this. Not just the absence of KD for this stretch and not just because of the chemistry issues, but uh, too much has been made out of the early start with Kevin Durant. They've played either really bad uh, offensive teams or a really bad defensive team in the Dallas Mavericks. And we've jumped to conclusions that this team is now ready to play anybody in the West. And I, I just, I need to see them where their defense in particular is going to be challenged. KD, losing KD, this tells you where their defense is. Losing KD is a major loss for them defensively because in those three games, he was one of their top two rebounders, and one of their best shot blockers. And now they're going to be out without him, and I don't see anything on that roster. Here's the other part. I don't see the depth on the roster or the pieces on the roster that if you told me, well, we'll use two or three guys to make up for what Kevin Durant does. they don't have it. They traded him. I don't see the requisite talent to be able to do that. That's right. Um, All right, Nick, question for you. I'm going to give you multiple choice. What are you worried about when we talk about the newness of KD and the Suns? I'll get, here are your options. Number one, end of game, like Luka and Kyrie when they were playing yep. hot potato. Number two, general strategy, offensive strategy, like when the Nets ran into the Celtics, he was getting bottled up. Don't, well, they didn't have a plan B, sure. but you should have a plan B. Or number three, general vibes, like, hey, how are Chris Paul and KD going to work out? What are you worried about that they're not going to be able to it, the, work out in the regular season? The, and just if KD's back in the playoffs. The last thing I'm worried about is end of game. Okay. Because because of KD's height and shot-making ability, they can do what they did against the Mavs, which is have a broken play that was kind of a disaster, and it doesn't matter because KD can just bail them out. Mm-hmm. So that it's not the end of games. I think the on-court continuity particularly on the defensive end, is wildly important for their ability to make a playoff run. And I am also concerned, like, 
and I, I've made this point before. I made this point before Durant got hurt, but I want to reiterate it here. Whenever we talk about sports and we do our picks, we always add the caveat of if healthy. Yep. But for certain teams, that caveat is more deserved than others. Like last year, I feel like the Milwaukee Bucks got very unlucky. In that they, 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 you had no reason to see, to expect the Middleton injury. He wasn't a historically really injured player. He got hurt, and it's like, damn, probably, in my opinion, cost them a title. But then there are certain times, like the 2018 Rockets, where it's like, oh, Chris Paul had a soft tissue injury late mm-hmm. into the postseason. I mean, it is unfortunate, but it's not unforeseeable. The Suns, right. the Suns, the Clippers, and the Lakers are the three teams that if in the postseason or lead up to the postseason, they lose a guy due to injury, you can't be like, oh, what are you going to do? <laughs> Didn't it's see like, that no. coming. And so, and Rick, what is most concerning to me is the way this injury happened. The, I, yeah. I'm yeah. not familiar in my – listen, you, you've been covering the league longer than me, but I've watched it closely for almost 30 yeah. years. I don't remember – a star player getting hurt in layup lines to where he misses time. Like, I've seen a guy something tighten up on him in pregame, obviously, he misses the game. But for him to be, I'm making my debut to I'm leaving in a walking boot and I didn't play in the game, I've never seen it. And it does make me concerned about how, for lack of a better term, fragile Kevin Durant is at this point. Yeah, it's hard to argue. I, you know what? I'm giving you a I'm giving you a TV hug right <laughs> Thanks, now. Thanks, Rick. I'm giving you Appreciate a TV that. hug because nice. I, I believe like we're we're on an agreement streak. Well, here. we're talking I, Lakers I, I, in about ten minutes, so that'll change. Don't worry about it. But oh, yeah. well, that'll yeah. kind of yeah. yeah. We'll be we'll get back on track. Okay. Yeah. No, I'm 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 with you, and this is this is actually a reflection of the change. I believe that people are not taking uh, uh, into account, which is we have this idea that it's star power that wins you championships and that you need to you need to have three stars you need to have big stars and that's how you build a championship team and what we've seen over the last couple of years is that 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 is not the case whether it's load management or it's uh, just uh, the inability to avoid major injuries the teams that have depth and versatility and aren't top heavy are the teams that are ending up with uh, being in the finals and ultimately winning it. And so this is, I think, one more example of that. You gave away three players, three quality players who helped you get to the finals two years ago and win 64 games last year to get Kevin Durant, who now is on the shelf, and you don't have the requisite ability to recover from that. Hmm. Uh, title odds, number one, Celtics and Bucks tied. I got the Bucks at number one. Uh, then Denver, and then Phoenix. So this is the most optimistic. You're a smart man, Wilde. Thank you. Uh, this is the most optimistic view, Nick. If the Suns do win a title, how much credit will Kevin Durant deserve? Well, I think you'll deserve massive credit. I don't look at this as like, oh, ready-made. I thought the Suns' window, I don't care they won 64 games last year. Mm-hmm. I thought their window was closed. Mm-hmm. I thought that Luka closed their window on them. Their window maybe even closed the year before in the finals up 2-0. But I didn't look at them as a real championship contender. So I would give him massive credit. I want to go to you, though, Wilds, because you're the, listen, you, you're the be-kind guy. You wanted, yes. you wanted to discuss this, so you go ahead. Well, I think it would be strange. It would be the, another weird title for Kevin Durant, Rick. And if every other team there, it's like, well, the Bucks battled back and the Celtics got over the hump and finally the Joker yeah. was able to justify his MVP. 
If Kevin Durant comes in in the middle of the first round, wins a handful of games, and wins finals MVP, I don't know how we're judging his legacy. It's like, all right, he got another one. So now all of a sudden he's got three finals MVPs and people won't like any of them? I'll like them, but I think it'll be strange. Well, this is exactly what it is. He will win another title and he won't get the credit he deserves for having for having for having won it. Go ahead. Rick, it's going to be. He joined a super team. It was a team. There, there, there will be plenty of reasons to explain why this wasn't really Kevin Durant leading to them a championship. That he took advantage of Chris Paul and Devin Booker and DeAndre Ayton well, and everything that was around him. Well, in that regard, in, in that light, it might actually be good for Kevin Durant if we are just going to operate on the assumption they win the title. Like, they, let's just say that is happening because that's the premise of the question. Mm-hmm. Then them looking yeah. really shaky these next few weeks would be good for them. You know what I mean? Them, them, because I think they were a shaky team before the trade. Good point. And so if they the next few weeks you see what this team would look like with, with obviously now no Mikael Bridges, no Cam Johnson, the guys they traded away. But if they look really yeah. shaky instead of moving up to the three line, they're holding on to that four line for dear life. And then KD comes in and they look awesome. Pardon me, look awesome. Yeah. That I don't think it's a super team either way. So I'll give him credit. Always been a Kevin Durant guy. You guys all know that. But um, but I think maybe that would be what's best for him, for you media jackals trying to take away from Kevin Durant's legacy. Fair I mean, point. listen, I want the guy to get his first title more than anybody. Okay, <laughs> see, there we go. I, want yeah, to, nice I do. Twist. He's the best player Are ever the without Lakers. a ring, man. He's the, he's the hottest team in the West. They have one, I think, two in a row. Okay, stop. It. Is it seven, seven of three ten. Or two? Seven of two ten. Two in a row. Seven of ten. LeBron's Lakers. <laughs> LeBron-less Lakers are pretty good. Take a two-game winning streak into old staples because I'm not supporting crypto anymore. Yeah. For a matchup against the Raptors tonight, AD downgraded to probable. The Raptors, sneaky favorites here. Uh, here's AD after their last game. It was good, but we're not satisfied. Uh, we don't want to stop there. Uh, you know, we want to be greedy, you know, get as many wins as possible and try to, you know, keep moving up the ladder. Um, you know, we still got to take care of business and do what we're supposed to do. Um, but uh, it feels good to, you know, move up another spot and uh, continue to chase in, um, our goals, which is to um, not only be in a play-in, but possibly being in, uh, securing the top six spot. Remember, Darvin Ham said that. Yeah, and I, I said it was very possible, and, and you mocked me. I and now mock you, per one se. game out of the five seed. One loss. At this point in the season, fans. You, you, fans? I'm ta- no, I'm saying to the people watching. I'm t- for the people watching, oh, okay. when you're t- trying to figure out the standings, count losses. Yeah. Because you can't make up losses. You can make up wins, and teams have played an uneven amount of games. So the Lakers have 34 losses. Teams with 33 are Minnesota, Dallas, Golden State, and the Clippers. Three of those, two of those teams are good teams. One of them's the defending champ, and the other one traded seven first-round picks for Rudy Gobert. So they're going to catch at least one of them, maybe two of them, and we'll see if they can catch three of them. But here's the thing. This is not a blip. This is not just all of a sudden they had a good week. This is since the 2-10 and 10 start, which who could have predicted that? Let's look at the best teams in the Western Conference. Can we show you that, please? Since, again, go back three months. Yeah. Oh, Lakers, Nuggets, light the damn beam, and the Grizzlies. Hmm. 
and now they actually made some moves at the deadline to get rid of the cancer that was Patrick Beverly, along with, oh, yeah, a lot of teams want Patrick Beverly these days, along with Russ, and they added some shooting, Mm -hmm. and Anthony Davis is playing well, and now, Rick Buecher, I will show you this, because the Lakers are a week away from being the hottest team in the NBA. Can we show you their upcoming schedule? Well, it's the Raptors who just spent a night in Los Angeles. I'm sure they were, you know, just well, they studying are, They film. are underdogs. And then the Knicks, who are on a back-to-back after a matinee on Saturday in Los Angeles. I wonder what they'll be doing Saturday evening. Bootsy Bellows comes calling. Then there's the Pelicans, the Rockets, the Mavs are good. Your frisky magic, the Suns without Durant, the Thunder don't want to win, and then the Patrick Beverly revenge games. Double. I did not realize that. LeBron won't even be back until maybe the Bulls game at the earliest, and they still could go 8-2. So, Rick, yeah, I'm here to tell you the sixth seed is absolutely in play, and the Lakers being an absolute live finals contender is absolutely in play. Oh, you're wincing. You always do this. I don't always you do this. Always do I, I don't this. always no, do this. You always do nope, this. I didn't do it last year. It's just wilds. I, I, I don't know. I'm going to send. I'm going to send you some sort of a basket or what? something, like a yeah. gift basket, because okay. I think you deserve. I like an edible arrangement for, for on a daily basis. A- Working uh, with edible. the most correct oh, well, man in sports television. That is a bird. It's nice for him. Now, Go first ahead, of all, Rick. Let's just get. I'm. I'm not even going to deal with that. Finals nonsense. I'm just going to start with the sixth seed. Huh? You just casually said, "Hey, they could leap one, or they could leap ta- two, or who knows? They could leap, they could they could leap three teams." Yeah. To get to the sixth seed, they have to leap three teams. No, but there it's and one game. They have to. Okay, and there's a half game. They're a half game from being out of the play-in entirely. Yeah, but with those the Utah teams aren't Jazz trying to directly win. behind them. Yeah, but the Jazz want to go backwards. <laughs> So in New no, Orleans can't help itself. The Portland Trailblazers, the Portland Trailblazers, and the Utah Jazz are still trying to win. Ah. But here's here Portland. Maybe. Here's my thing: is is that the Minnesota Timberwolves? If you look at their schedule, it is as soft and easy as the Lakers is. And if you look at the teams that they have to leapfrog, here they are. As good as the Lakers have been over the last five games, which is what we're really talking about. No, the games that since they made the, they, they made the deals and they found their footing. That's not no, true. No, no. We're going last five. No, 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 no. We're going last five games. That's because it helps your five argument. Games. This is what? Hell, this last ten, they're seven and three. Oh, and, and, and all and, of those and, teams and are you, 500 you're or below. Cherry picking. But go ahead. You, but are go cherry, ahead. you are cherry picking to fit your argument <laughs> as well. Sure. My point is that as good as the Lakers have been, that we've been, we've been so excited about them, over the last five games. That's true. That's yeah. when everybody jumped on this wagon. And you look at the teams that they have to leapfrog. My point is, they have been good. I've loved seeing this turn. They have to be much, much better than what they have been, starting with, and it will be, to your point, with the schedule. Like, what they do against the Raptors and what they do against the Knicks will tell me a lot yeah. about whether they are that team that legitimately has the ability to move up. Because to this point, when they played Minnesota, when they played Memphis, when they played teams that we consider legitimately good teams, they lost. Mm-hmm. So beat some teams that I'm looking at now that are legitimately playing good. And the Raptors, they, they, they without question, they should win that. The New York Knicks is Warriors. going to be the game. They just beat the Warriors, who are one of the teams they have to leapfrog. And, and so, hold on. 
Let's uh, and where did they hold on? Let's where did be they beat here. them? Where did they beat them? It, yeah, where it, did in they Los beat Angeles. Them? I get that. But okay. That, yeah. Okay. But I don't understand. They, they didn't play him on the moon. There was only two places they could play him. They beat him in one. Right. Of them. The point. And if that, they beat on. him at the Chase Center, now I, I'd be listening. No, but, but I, the fact but that they beat him on the road, but, everybody beats him on the road. Okay. But the point that I am making is this: You can say the last five games is all it's been. I disagree. I think the question was: Once the Lakers made those trades, were they going yeah. to look different? And the answer is resoundingly, unequivocally, yes. And they must have gone on some type of hot streak at some point because they were the 13 seed a few days ago, a few weeks ago, and now they are a game out of being the sixth seed. So I do think there is reason for a team that has the third softest schedule left in the NBA, the only teams with softer schedules are Memphis and Cleveland, Mm -hmm. to think, that the Lakers could absolutely get out of the play-in and be a dangerous team wise. Rick, here's AD with and without LeBron. He's been on a tear recently since LeBron went out. 30-28, 38, 39. Do you think this resurgent AD can co- yeah. coexist is not a nice word. Thrive, let's say, when LeBron comes back. Ah, that's a great question. I don't see why not. I'm more interested to see how AD plays once you get uh, you get D'Angelo Russell back in the oh. mix and how you make all of that work. Because I think the expectation is that, that D'Lo is immediately going to make them better. And what I've seen is that Anthony Davis is leading a defensive surge with this team, which is not D'Lo's strength. And so... <laughs> Just the chemistry and making all these work. And by the way, you said without LeBron. How many games ago did LeBron did five. we lose LeBron? Cr- five. Oh, oh, it was five games ago. Let's have some so why would I be pointing out that it's five games? Because that's how they're good. That's the team that they're going to be playing with over yeah, the next fine. whatever number of weeks. Yeah. That is why I wasn't cherry picking. I, I wasn't said skewing cherry picking. it to you fit my argument. You said cherry picking. It sound Dolph protests too much, my friend. I just said there's ten games is a better sample. But I, listen, I, I didn't accuse no, anyone not. of anything. No, it's okay. not. No, it's not, no, it's not. Okay. because LeBron played the first five. Fair. Okay. I mean, he has a point. Okay. I mean, Fair. I know you're here in person, but he's got a good point. <laughs> Coming up next, we're talking about Lamar Jackson's contract. We may have solved it. We may have broken it. Broken it? Well, not broken the news. I'm saying we've solved the solution. We've got it. No public comments from Lamar since being offered the non-exclusive tag by the Ravens. He did, however, take to Twitter to respond to this tweet from Hard Rock Sportsbook. You're home for hard rock and sports betting. Uh, QBs in NFL history with 96 passer rating and over 100 passing touchdowns in their first 61 starts. Lamar, Patrick Mahomes, Dan Marino, Aaron Rodgers, and Deshaun Watson. Great company with a heart. Yeah, I thought that was nice. Uh, no teams linked to Lamar right now. James Jones is with us. Hello, James. What's going on, Are you on, surprised man? that no team has jumped into the Lamar sweepstakes? I'm very surprised. You're talking about a 26-year-old MVP quarterback, right? That can lead your team at any time. He's 49 and 18 or 19 yep. as a starting quarterback in this league. The QB all he, wins folks should love him. Yes, all love he him. does is win football games, right? And for me, this is mind-boggling because you pay guys like Daniel Jones. You pay guys like Derek Carr. You pay guys like Kirk Cousins. You pay these quarterbacks, and now all of a sudden, teams that need quarterbacks are not even 
putting shooting a shot at Lamar Jackson like this 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 for me is is truly disrespectful to Lamar Jackson and what he has done because usually in the National Football League you turn on the tape and you look at it and you see if this guy can really play the game at the high level. All Lamar Jackson has done is played this game at a high level. And I look at I look at spots like the Falcons, the Panthers and all that. Coaches get fired because you do not win games. Yeah. Correct? Right? And you do not win a lot of games or have an opportunity to win a lot of games if you do not have a good quarterback in this league. Uh, Frank Reich is in Carolina. He had a solid football team in Indy with, not, with, with no quarterback. He started with Carson Wentz, uh, Phillip Rivers, Matt Ryan, and you ended up getting fired. Ron Rivera, if you don't get the job done this year, you are going to get fired. And you have a superstar quarterback out there in Lamar Jackson who will help you keep your job and win games for your franchise, and you're telling me that you're I, not in on it? Listen, I think you make a lot of really good points. And Steven Ruiz uh, said this, and I want to give him credit. He said that, any team that needs a quarterback that does not get Lamar Jackson, if in the draft they don't get their quarterback, mm -hmm. they will look back on this offseason as the year we missed out on Lamar Jackson. He is there. He is available. And to preemptively state we're not going after him is baffling to can, me. Can I push yeah. back on the he is available? Do you buy into the narrative that the Ravens are sitting back and letting the Falcons do all the legwork and then come in like and Lamar says, all right, here's from the Falcons, like, okay, no, because, plus one million, sign it. No, because it, it there first of all, there are way there are workarounds there. You could make it very difficult on Baltimore. Mm -hmm. And second of all, it, I understand some people are like, well, this team doesn't want to give him a fully guaranteed deal. You still should call him yeah. and say, here's my best offer. Now, you, you don't want to sign it, no problem. But just so you know, here's the best offer. But I also want to level set a couple things about the Lamar Jackson discussion. Because there have been a couple things said that are just, in my opinion, false. One is, well, the Deshaun Watson fully guaranteed deal, it's an outlier we'll never see again. Kirk Cousins got a fully guaranteed deal, everybody. Mm -hmm. Now, it was shorter term. It was three years. But Kirk Cousins... Five years ago, mm -hmm. got a fully guaranteed deal. That's the first point. Second point is this. Lamar is the same draft class as Josh Allen, mm. Sam Darnold, those mm. guys. Josh Allen got his extension after year three. Why was Josh Allen not fighting for the fully guaranteed? Oh, because it was a year before Deshaun ever got traded. Lamar was eligible and wanted an extension before Deshaun Watson was a Brown by a full calendar year. And the Ravens then were like, I need to see more. He's like, I won an MVP in this past year. I won a playoff game. And he had at that point never been hurt. And they didn't pay him. And so then a year later is when the waters got muddied by the Deshaun Watson situation, right? But the Ravens have had multiple opportunities to lock him up before any of this fully guaranteed stuff came to be, and they missed their opportunity. I think the team that I keep bringing up that has multiple first-round picks and the money and I think could win, go to the Super Bowl if everything fell right is Detroit. Mm. They play, Ooh. and I, I know you like golf. I think it's I don't not like golf. I'm just saying, <laughs> go I do yeah. like yeah. golf, but I'm saying yeah. golf has put up big numbers. Correct. Which He's is not why, Lamar Jackson. It's, right, though. which is why he put up bigger numbers than Lamar <laughs> through the air. Sure, through the air he did, but it's also why for Detroit to me it makes sense because you would get, I think, maybe a second round pick for golf. Golf's now on a reasonable contract. Like you would get some of the draft. Maybe you would include golf 
Because the other thing, they don't have to just do the two first-round picks. They can talk with Baltimore and say, we're going to offer them a, a, you know, a term sheet. Mm-hmm. Do you guys just want to work out a, a real sign-in trade here? Maybe they want golf or maybe you send golf elsewhere. But I believe right now, I, I don't think there is no interest in Lamar. I just think it's going to take quite a bit of time, Wild. Um, James, there was an article by Charles Robinson of Yahoo Sports. It's excellent. What he did was basically ask three agents mm-hmm. to try to solve this. Yeah. Because right now it feels like we're in an intractable mm-hmm. spot where Lamar wants fully yeah. guaranteed. The team says no, and we're just kind of stuck. So he's yeah. like, solve this, what would you do? The two things that jumped out to me of what the agents recommended was three years, 150, 50 million guaranteed. Then the other one is basically... Three a, years, 150, 50 million guaranteed? How much guaranteed? Guaranteed every year. Whole, whole thing's oh, guaranteed. Yeah, three oh, years, 150, I'm fully guaranteed. Guaranteed every year. Yeah, yeah. The other one is some version of that four years, but it's, I think it's like Mahomes where it kicks it, the guarantee yeah. kicks it's a in every year. It's a rolling guarantee. Yeah. Yeah. Do you like any of those, or do you think it's like, no, man, it's Deshaun Watson or bust? But to be honest with you, I like a couple of those deals, but mm-hmm. and that's why I truly believe in certain situations you need an agent. I understand you want to handle this stuff by yourself or your mom, your agent, or whoever. You got these people in your corner. But I had an agent, and it was times to where he said, son, you're not getting that. I don't care who you think you are. I don't care what you think you put on tape. I don't care what you think these coaches think of you, what you think the league thinks of you. You're not getting I that. I don't know why he doesn't call David Mulligetta, who's Deshaun's agent. Yeah. And just be like, you went through this exact yeah. thing mm. with a guy who had yeah. potential criminal charges hanging over his head, hadn't played in a year, and what everyone knew was going to get suspended. And that, and again, I have no connection to David at all. I'm not shilling for anybody. He's yeah. not a clutch guy, any of it. But uh, not that I'd ever shill for any clutch guys. But just to be clear, I uh, the but somehow. He got a bidding war for in this yep. the closest situation. At this point, I agree with you. Yes. Like, I think there's a pride thing with the no agent no thing, doubt. but at this point, I think it would be in his best interest to at least consult somebody. When when Deshaun signed, this was from the New York Times. Watson reportedly also met this week with Falcons, Panthers, and Saints, and there was a bidding war. Yeah, like right. it seems like it would make sense.